0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, we've made a couple of moves, but it seems to me that we're still waiting a little bit on the sidelines. We've got to talk about that and some more issues coming up here on show two sixty eight. I got one thing to say, Raider Nation. I am jonesing for some frickin' football. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not alone. Anyway, in this offseason, it makes it so much easier, as in, well, seasons pass. Even though we've lost, it's nice to hear big names get signed, have some hope. So far, it's been pretty quiet there in Alameda. And that's not making this Raider fan feel any better when you see the Chiefs and the Chargers. Actually, the Chiefs and the Broncos are making some big-time moves. The Chiefs, the new Patriots of the AFC West, are just going crazy. So, man, we got to make some moves to make our team better because we can't stay still and expect to get any better than that. Okay, that was my rant. Let's get on to the show. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the Asshole of the Month. That's right, Joe Vaughn. I'm a lame-ass wide receiver walker. I call him the imposter. That's right. is <laughs> the Asshole of the Month. We've got to definitely give him that because brother. Okay, and then we have Jay Russ <laughs> goes to Jenny Craig. Okay. Just like Kirstie Alley, man, he's going to come back. Fat. <laughs> I love it. We got to hit on Jay Russ and all this bullshit. I guess the nation's divided on this character. Who knows what? Okay, then we're going to hit, of course, our addition to the Raiders, a very good pickup, actually, uh, Cameron Wimbley, and we'll check him out, and we'll talk a little bit about what he brings to the Raiders. All right, that and the bone line here on this show today. All right, we have an asshole of the month, and that would be your friend and mine, Mr. Champagne Jovan Walker. I get no kick from Champagne. Thank you very much for the memories, Jovan. The memories of being mugged in the back of a casino. (laughs) The memories of the headlines of the Champagne-spewing superstar football player yes the ego the i'm going to help this team get better and do what it has to do and all that other crap because none of it came to fruition you've been a constant pain in the ass 14 million dollars worth to be quite honest with you and 15 passes caught let's talk
2: about uh, your last few years in particular with the raiders 15 catches 196 yards and one touchdown and two years there. What, what yeah, happened? Yeah, that's, that's
3: not Javon Walker numbers. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, wow, what a bargain. You know what? The, the, the first year with the Raiders was, uh, was a little trying because uh, obviously, you know, the situation and uh, things that they have going on up there. And then, uh, you know, to, to, to play into that was just, you know, injuries. You know, we play a game that's very, very tough. And, you know, they were in a rebuilding stage with, with young players. And here I was a guy coming in as a veteran. So it's kind of like I had to take a couple steps back to kind of move at their pace. And so, uh, but it, it, it was nothing that, you know, I couldn't manage to go through. And then, uh, you know, into the season, which, you know, nobody else really recognizes or, or understood, I, I broke my ankle. Okay. And, um, you know, it was an ankle where I had to put some screws in it. So that pretty much canceled me for the season, which obviously the numbers that you just called out didn't really didn't really sound so good. But, uh, you know, that first year I had a broken ankle, and then uh, I still had some knee problems that was uh, – Going on from my last year in Denver that I couldn't quite figure out, you know. So, uh, but you know now I'm here and everything is hundred percent. So you had you had up. ankle, mm-hmm. knee, and did you also have hamstring issues as well? And tore my hamstring. Okay,
2: yep. so what? Yep. And, then, and what, so what surgeries uh, have you had in order to get yourself back in the tip-top shape? Well,
3: you know what the ankle the ankle was just pretty much bone. So obviously right. I put the screws in there. Screws it uh, healed itself came back one hundred percent now with the knee, uh, the knee was something that was a little bit strange, but uh, something that will obviously come out in due time my uh, a surgery that I had actually wasn 't here in the states okay it wasn 't here in the states and um, I actually went to israel I went to israel why why in israel because there 's a procedure that they have been doing out there on soccer players okay. where they know how to regrow cartilage, and um, obviously here when you have like Some type of cartilage loss, they do a microfracture, where I didn't wasn't too thrilled with about microfracture, and so uh, I went out there, did some studies for about a year on it, and uh, they they regrew my cartilage and then planted it back in my knee, and then I went into this year with the Raiders, and obviously you know the Raiders gave me a chance to to rehab and get healthy, you know, and I thank them for that, and uh, it, it, it just came back explosive. It came back really explosive. And, uh, you know, from me being there practicing and, and them seeing me every day in practice, you know, they they know that.
1: Well, Jovan, thanks for the memories. I'm sure the Raider Nation will not mind watching your ass go out the door. And the fact that you had the nerve to say that you just took the money and ran and you weren't worth it is even lamer than I thought you were. <laughs>
2: Six years, uh, fifty-five million dollars was a contract that the Raiders gave you. It was a huge deal. Yes. A lot of people actually even questioned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was is Javon Walker worthy of that deal? And, and now here you are. What do you say to team executives as you're trying to to, to land on with a new football team to convince them that uh, you are the football
3: player uh, that you
2: you once were?
3: And you know what? It it, uh, it really wasn't about the money. You know, it was uh, it, it was a surprise to me. But you know, like any human, I mean, if somebody offers you something good, it's not like I was going to say no. You know, and uh, what I put out there to the to other teams is like, you know, right now, Javon Walker is probably, he's in his prime. And it's like, I'm ready to go. You know, it, it really, football has never really been about the money to me. But with the Raiders offered, it's not like I'm going to turn it down and say, hey, you know, I don't think I deserve this. I was like, OK, you know, maybe I can be a part of the puzzle to make this organization go again.
1: That is lame, partner. That's saying I wasn't worth the money. And, man, I thought your ego was just a little bit bigger than that. But that's why you are a con artist, a pretender. That's correct.
3: And right now is um, with the other executives, the other managers, you know, I just want them just to like, hey, take a look at me, bring me in, and uh, just give me the shot that I know I need to prove to you, the player, you know the all pro back in you know 2004 2005 that i am it's all still there
1: well jovan good luck good riddance goodbye (coughs) jamarcus russell does jenny craig (laughs) right, Ritter Nation. I know there's a lot of emotion about the quarterback position. There are still some diehard Jamarcus Russell uh, guys out there. And you know what? My hat goes out to you for standing true to what you believe. But contrary to what you believe, Jamarcus Russell (laughs) will never amount to a doggone thing in the NFL. That's my opinion. I have to say that, really, and I'm proud of it. Jamarcus Russell evidently has lost so much weight Willie Brown was on a new local news channel spouting the fact that Jamarcus is a new man uh, working on his mechanics in Arizona. Well, 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 the spin begins. The Oakland Raiders, in an attempt to keep the boo monster down at the Coliseum, is trying to buffer the Jamarcus Russell buffoonery, which is just a mind-blower to this Raider fan. The fact that Jamarcus Russell lost some weight doesn't change the fact that he's a terrible quarterback. It doesn't change the fact that he gets sacked and fumbles the ball more than any quarterback I have ever seen in my existence. The fact that Jamarcus Russell got skinny will not change the fact that he can't see the pocket. He doesn't know what the pocket is unless it's got diamonds doggone all over it. (laughs) Look, I'd love to give the guy a break. I would love to say that he was going to amount to a great quarterback. But please, now when you have a guy like Willie Brown, I like Willie. But (laughs) he says he's made some significant changes.
4: All around the National Football League, March 15th was the date the players began to be allowed to go back to facilities. The Raiders began their Mm -hmm. offseason voluntary workouts today, not Mm -hmm. on the field, but the players were were lifting this morning and and running. We just heard Matt Morrison uh, give an account. David White reported that Jamarcus Russell was not at this first day of voluntary workouts. I know you've remained uh, close to Jamarcus since the season has ended. Uh, When is he coming to Alameda, and what kind of condition is he in right now?
5: Well, you know, that's that's, that's a good question because uh, a lot of people don't understand what Jamarcus they've ever gone through in the last year so and, and jamar is doing all the right things he's been training in phoenix every day uh unfortunately today he's trying to close on a home that they have in uh alabama so you know it's something that he couldn't get out of of course you know you don't want to lose your home you need to close so uh he'd be back in town today and be ready to go tomorrow and uh i can tell you this that uh is, it, is he's totally different from last year because of things that he went through last year. So where has he been? The reports are that we've read, nothing uh, substantiated,
4: but uh, they kind of floated out there that he spent in Phoenix, and you just said that he was at the, what, the Athlete Institute down there, uh, getting in better shape. Has he been able to, to, to get in better shape and lose some weight since the end of the year, as far as well, you can you'd tell? You'd be
5: surprised when you see him. Really? Quite a bit of weight he have lost, yes, quite a bit. Well, then I'll ask, how how much? can you, can you well, guess? The way it works? I, you know, I, I don't want to pin it down and say how much he lost, but there's a big significant difference when you see him compared to last year. Uh, the most important thing is that uh, he's getting in shape, not only losing weight, but he's getting in shape. He's watching his diet. He has special meals brought in that right. he's eating. So, And we have one of the Raiders, a uh, former player, that, that, that they're with him and kind of monitoring and, and make sure everything's going fine. So uh, the weight thing uh, – He'll get it down. He'll get it down. Well, let's hope so.
1: Because with a quarterback rating, pass rating of 50, ugh, that's close to the second worst in the league. Okay. And the guy's due was due $9.5 million in the 09 season. He threw three TDs and 11 picks, not counting his fumbles. You have to think, come on. And I mean, come on. Those people who are Jamarcus Russell believers. I hope and pray that there's some metamorphosis that changes his character. But I will tell you, I would put my money on the fact that he will not be here next season. There's no way that he'll be here before the draft. <laughs> unless, I don't know, unless the miracle happens. My biggest worry is that he'll have a mediocre season. Or he'll come out and look good for a few plays and ultimately will lose. He'll sputter his way through the season, giving him another chance next year. Oh, please, let's not let that happen. Oh, please. But the fact that Jamarcus Russell is skinnier and all the buzz shit that's coming along with it does not convince me of any improvement whatsoever. His attitude and his intelligence factor has to improve. The way he can read a defense – The way you can set yourself in the pocket for a good pass. All the things that make a quarterback awesome. A brain is needed. And I just don't think he's got the brain. What can I say? (laughs) And that is all I have to say about that. The Raiders score with Cameron Wimbley. What a great pick. I think this is probably one of the better deals the Raiders have done in years. This character, the Browns let go after three seasons, actually four seasons with them. Last year, he had six and a half sacks. And he got traded for a third round pick. I think that was a great move. Rob Ryan. Yeah. Well, you know who he is. He did that for our defense. I'm glad he's dismantling the Browns defense as Mike Holgren Stands over him because I don't think he'll have a job next year because of moves just like this. He had 11 sacks in his first season in 2006. Wembley, which is used to playing in the 4-3 defense, was converted to the 3-4 where he still did pretty good. He's fast. He's played outside linebacker and defensive end, just like Trevor Scott. So he could be a strong side linebacker that we've been looking for uh, for many years, since the year 2002, to be quite honest with you. It's a great pickup. I think the Raiders did a great deal. They had two number three picks. The guy is character. He's got a great character, actually. If you look on the Raiders uh, fan website, uh, you can get an interview with him and Jeanette Thompson, and you'll see what character this guy has. I think he's big, too. He's muscular. He's strong, aggressive, and a proven sack master. Him and Seymour together could make some great thing happen. Maybe we're going to the 3-4 defense. Stranger things have happened, but who knows? Maybe Al Davis is ready to relinquish the old 4-3. I don't know. Maybe some type of hybrid. Whichever it could be, it can't be worse, especially on the run. We're certainly going to need some more help on the defense. But this guy uh, was a great pickup. Good job, Raiders. I'm happy about this particular move um, that we've made. We need uh, so many more moves this is just one of them, and I hope they see some more. But this uh, this Cameron Wembley thing was a great pickup, and uh, we needed him, too, for youth. He's only 26, and I love it. So let's see him play next season like the machine he is. Him and Seymour should be awesome to watch. And that is that. I got to rant. I got to rant about the AFC West, and it's starting to be scary because the AFC West has not been very strong. And the Kansas City Chiefs have been kind of the joke here lately, even though we've been the big joke of the division. Let me tell you, the Kansas City Chiefs are making some big-time moves. they got a big-time staff, and they're spending money. And it looks like they're going to come ahead really fast and improve quickly. In their second year of the 3-4 defense, look for them next year to be much stronger in every position. Along with the Bronca Hoes, who are bringing in running backs left and right. They're making some big moves on their defense. Big changes. You can see where they're going in the draft. And we better be ready for those guys because they're moving and shaking. And McDaniels isn't McKinnon when he's talking about championships. The San Diego Chargers, well, they're getting kind of long in the tooth, but they're still deadly. And they're making improvements and keeping some players. Listen, what I'm trying to say here is the Oakland Raiders better make some goddamn moves. Because we're not making jack shit happen right now. And we need help on the lines, both offensive and defensive. And we need to get out there and reach out and touch somebody, if you know what I'm saying. There have been some great players that have slipped through our fingers this offseason, especially in those positions. And we need to be more vigilant for the nation, and if we want to be successful this year, for sure. Barring Jamarcus Russell coming back as our starter, this could be a turnaround season for the Oakland Raiders. And if we don't do something in this uncapped year, like shed some crap, and you know who I'm talking about, and make some moves, then we're going to be stagnating here as everyone else rockets ahead of us. That is not what this fan wants, and I'm sure you don't, either so that is that and that's all i gotta say about it but it's pissing me off and that's what i had to say it's pissing me off and it should piss you off too all right you guys it's time for the bone line that's right the b-o-n-e line fire to the bone I want the Raider Nation coming in here. You guys, you know, we miss all you guys. The Double X Raider, all the guys who listen to the show and think, you know what, I should call. Nah, I don't got nothing to say. Well, you got something to say. See Money, I mean, uh, Virginia Raider. All the guys that contributed to this show and still do. They come out of the woodwork from time to time. We love it. Just keep on coming, man, uh, because we all like your opinions. It's good to hear everybody. Uh, Virginia Raiders got some great takes on draft picks. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge up in here. Let's be sharing it now. Don't be selfish. All right, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. You know this is the offseason. We got to help each other up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to feel me here. Okay, let's see who's on the line first. Oh, we have The bloodline read what you got to say brother
6: hey what's up Raider Greg this is a Bloodline Raider calling in i uh, just got a couple things here that I want to want to talk about uh, we were, uh, your last podcaster everyone I was talking about why did Rout, uh get this tender the first and the third uh, it doesn't make any sense man really unless you're Al Davis and if you think about it why would, you know, he put such a high tender on him. And I got a, I got a theory that, you know, I, if you did notice whenever Asimov went out and I think it was against the Jets, he went out in the first quarter or whatever. So we, we, uh, Marshall went to the zone scheme and, uh, route, man, the zone just, he, he shut him down, man. They didn't have nothing on him. He broke up a couple of passes and, you know, and, uh, man, he's, uh, he He could be a baller, and uh anyway, I think like Davis might see this he might he might see like uh him developing to the player he he envisioned when he drafted him, and he put the higher ten art on him so he wouldn't lose him because there might and i've heard this a couple different places if he is thinking about trading also awesomeis and uh i'd hate to see Osama go but man I'm always for the better of the team. I mean, if we could get something like say Cisco or somebody's interested and say they offered their 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 two first rounds, a second round and then maybe their <clears> that guard like Chilo Raquel or you know, something a, a badass package. It would have to be. And then maybe that's why he's 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 trying to brew something with Osama, you know. He's you know, pretty much the best corner. And uh, just imagine what we can get for him. And I don't want him to leave, but, you know, it's it's for the better of the team. And uh, I'm pretty sure 100% of the people don't agree with me with that. And I'm and I'm, I'm not saying I want to, but I'm saying that's a possibility. And, uh, anyway, let's hope Route does turn into a badass. And, uh, anyway, uh, speaking of getting draft picks and stuff, man, I was watching today a clip from that dude, uh, Javid Best, the running back from Cal. And they asked him, you know, late, when you ask most players like who do you going to play for? They're like, I don't care, man. I appreciate any team, you know. Just, you know what they go whatever their agent tells them to say. This dude straight up said, "Uh I'm I've been a Raider fan man, since I was a kid. I I want to go play for Oakland. I see them turning around in a couple of years." And you got to love that, you know. If <clears throat> Al Davis saw that and saw his forty time, which I'm sure he did, you could see that dude yeah, you could see Al taking him in the first or something. But uh wouldn't be the best move, but, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having this kid. Like, say, trade McFadden for, uh, like, a second-round pick or something. You know, and take this dude and whatever. And also, uh, I read today Terrell Owens is going to visit the Raiders. And uh, I don't know talking about circuses and stuff, I don't know, maybe, ho- hopefully all that stuff is past him, but I wouldn't mind having a vet guy, He still got a little in the tank too, you know, just come in and teach these younger guys a little something, but uh, anyway, I still thought it might be interesting, y'all, and we also released Gerard Warren today, and with his bonus, uh, he would have got, it's saving a six mil right there, so at least we're, you know, we're getting rid of this, this uh, fat, you know, this. All this loose weight on our team getting rid of some of the Javon Walkers and Greens and Warren, you know. And, uh, oh, yeah, and I was also going to tell y'all, if y'all remember the New Orleans Saints had a left tackle, Willie Rove. He was badass for, like, 13 years or so, and he signed with Kansas City. Anyway, uh, I guess about six months ago, my nephew went to a, a, a college prep Program they did in Amarillo for uh, high school players that are real good. And uh, anyway, it was hosted by Carl Mecklenburg, old linebacker for the Broncos. Anyway, I went, and just watched my nephew run the forty and all this stuff. And anyway, Willie Rofe was there, and uh, he noticed my Raiders tattoo and he commented, "He's like, you're a Raiders fan." I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah." And uh, I told him I thought he, you know, he's great and all that stuff. And he said, "Well, I, right before I signed for Kansas City." I talked to Al Davis, and he wanted to bring me in, and uh, it was between Kansas City and Oakland, and this was uh, two years, I think, probably whenever, two years before we went to the Super Bowl, and I was just thinking, man, what if, you know, uh, because we had Barrett Robbins, you know, went crazy or whatever, didn't show up for the Super Bowl, so we lacked that offensive line. Kind of leader. And uh, if we had Willie Rowe party for two years, man, who, who knows? You know, you just think about what if. You know, that'd have been badass, though. I liked Willie Rowe. And, uh, oh, yeah, my wife just told me to tell y'all what happened after she knocked that bitch out.
7: We live in Amarillo, Texas, and they're, we're just swarmed by Cowboys fans. So um last weekend, me and my husband decided to go out and have some drinks. And we decided to get all decked out in our radar gear, just filling it. Um, uh, Anyways, so we went to the bar. And as soon as we walked in, everyone started talking trash. And we just kind of ignored it and laughed and, you know, (laughs) whatever went along with it. Um, And after a little while, uh, everybody started having a little too many drinks in them. And the bouncers had to come and tell everyone to cool it and to, to leave us alone. And, um, and right after that happened, this guy came up and with his girl and he started talking trash and his girl looked at my husband and said, Raiders suck. And I just, I guess I got pissed, but I looked at her and I said, what? And she said, Raiders suck. And I just punched her out in the face and she fell. Anyways, um, I, I don't think she's going to be saying uh, Raiders suck to any of us anymore. And, um, I just thought that y'all might want to hear that
6: um nothing nothing too exciting it what she didn't say is we knew the bar, we know the bartender's owner and he's a giants fan, you know, so already he don't like the cowboys, so after it, she knocked this bitch out, and I wasn't like a house full of cowboy fans. there was just a crew of them coming over there talking shit to me and um uh after after my wife hit the girl she hit the ground, you know it kind of got rowdy for a minute, everybody. You know, they kind of did it rough a little bit. But uh, mostly everybody started buying the shots and shit, you know. They got kicked out because they wouldn't let up on us. And I ain't afraid to hit somebody. I'm just 31 years old, man. I am i don't like to fight too much, especially when I'm sober. And I was sober. But uh, anyway, that yeah. happened. And then uh, we sat there and bullshitted with the owners and shit, talking shit on the Cowboys on our Rightfully so, you know. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. What else? I guess that's it, man. Oh, and I was going to shout out to uh, a couple guys that call in here. Like, I look forward to them calling in, like the double x Raider, man. If you're listening to this, do call in 'cause because I like your insight. You know, you've got a lot of logic in what you're saying. And I don't know, Interest Sounds like you know what you're talking about. A lot of you guys do. But um, and Juan Jorge, man, what you said uh, on the last podcast, 100% agree. I like call these uh, Tom Cable haters. Where is that Where does that come from, man? Have y'all seen the last couple coaches we had? Tom Cable's got this uh, got this team fighting. It's week it's week seventeen and we won four games and man they're playing to win, you know. They don't give it. They're out there giving it a hundred percent. Dude, they love our coach. And I mean, you ask the players right now, you give them an option of the. Hey I man, you, you want you want John Gruden come in or are you want to keep Cable? And a hundred percent, man, it's gonna be Cable. You know, just they're a family now you know and uh i've been waiting for this for a long ass time man ever since gruden but uh anyway that's my take right now and uh god bless you guys and uh we'll see y'all and i'll let you know greg whenever we go to oakland uh i want to get your email i just checked out the site i didn't even know you had that it's pretty badass Uh, i'll get some info from you Uh, we're going to go up there at the i think the last week in september or the first week i can't remember, but. Hopefully there's a home game, you know, that would suck if they were two away games by the time we go to Oakland. But anyway, all right, man, uh, peace. I'll talk to y'all
1: later. Out. Well, I don't know about Asamoah, but I do know Huff is getting better. He's not all that, especially in the man-to-man coverage. So uh, that could be it. I just think Al loves his fast guys and he likes Huff Daddy. And you know what? He's done weird shit like that before. So, uh, who knows why, but that's the way it goes. And, uh, that's pretty funny about your wife and that bar thing and (laughs) very funny. And when you're ready to come to Oakland, man, you know, where you got to go, come to the website, give us a, drop us an email and, and we'll, uh, we'll take care of business. If you know what I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have the Pennsylvania radar. All right, brother. Lay it down.
8: Hey, Nation, what's up? This is Pennsylvania Raider. Uh been a while since I called since the season ended. Uh reason why I'm calling is because I see all these uh, free agents and trades going on with teams, and then I look at the Oakland Raiders, our Oakland Raiders, and we ain't getting anybody. We ain't getting. We're just giving. We're giving everybody away, releasing everybody. Best release I've seen uh is probably of uh, that of uh champagne uh walker uh thank God he was a waste of fucking sperm since he got there uh greg Ellis man what like what's up with that man? the guy was like one of the hardest players last season, you know and then you have Fargus you know great raider hard nosed player released him gone, and like all these other teams like like bears Bengals. The Ravens just, like, signing people left and right, getting the game plan. And the Raiders are just... It just seems like they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just releasing players. They're not getting anybody. I just uh, heard that we may be making a run at a T.O. God, I hope that's not true. I hope that's just uh, all hearsay. That'll be a nightmare. If we do get them, I mean... It'll sure be entertaining. I don't know how many games we'll win, but I don't know, Nation. I don't know. I hope we uh, I hope we draft wisely. It's going to be our last first-rounder for the next two years. But uh, I don't know. I just hope we know what we're doing. This is Pennsylvania Raider.
1: Out. I certainly agree with the fact that the Raiders are sitting on the sidelines not doing anything. As for Greg Ellis being released, the guy had bad knees when he came here and we knew it was just a one-year deal. And that's what he turned out to be, man. The guy is just broken. Uh, played a lot of years and did a lot of stuff. He was an awesome guy. As far as Fargus goes, uh, it's money. It's money about Fargus. It's just about the dollars. I think Fargus can play. He's a little beat up, but not bad. I don't see why he failed his physical. And T.O., hey, man, let me tell you, all you T.O. haters out there, the guy can still play. Jerry Rice, later in his career, put up some insane numbers and T.O. can do the same thing. He's got the same body type, and he's he's stronger than Rice. So uh, yards after the catch, all that stuff, T.O. can help this team. I think he's a little bit long in the tooth making trouble, and uh, so what? Uh, it's worth having him there with Greg Kowski as a quarterback. He could certainly spread the field by taking a double, um, which is good, man. Two people covering him down the field. We could open up our passing game a whole lot with him, so – Anyone he's saying that T.O., we, we shouldn't get T.O., man, I think you should think about it again, real long and hard. Of course, that's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raider Queef. What's happening, brother?
4: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Raider Queef calling out of Oxnard, California. Hope everybody's uh, handling the off season pretty well kind of jonesing for some football. Keep watching the NFL Network and all you see is a combine and classic games. And It's just going to be a long, long summer without uh, some football. But it's the time for us as a nation and as, a, as fans to hope that this is going to be our year, as we've been hoping for the last seven years. This year, we're going to turn it around. This year, we're going to get the right free agents. This year, we're going to get the best Draft picks. We're not gonna draft a punter, draft a center in our first round. Hopefully, we're gonna use our pick wisely, and and just do a lot of a lot of homework and get some players on our team. Time for hope, as we do every year. So I hope it works out. I got a couple things on my mind, Raider Nation. First of all, is that little bitch LT. Oh man, that fucker. I swear. He has ran against us so many times and scored so many touchdowns. He's so fucking cocky. So proud to play against the Raiders and what he's done against us as a, as a team. So proud that after they cut his ass, first thing he said was, well, I'll play for anybody. I'm looking to play for anybody, but I won't play for the Raiders. Anybody but the Raiders. So, well, it's been a couple of weeks. Because here it is, uh, March 11th. Who's been knocking on his door? The great LT. Who wants you now, LT, you little bitch? Huh? San Diego didn't want you. You haven't done shit in the past three years. You used to be somebody, but now you're just so flat. That little guy, Darren Sproles. Little man is better than you. Everything. Too bad. You're lucky. You might be lucky, and, uh, What might happen to you is the same thing that happened to Sean Alexander. He was a premier back a few years ago, MVP, most touchdowns in a single season record running back. Cut his ass, just cut your ass. And then, uh, what, a year later, shows up on the Washington Redskins to to sit on the pine for a little bit because uh, Portis got hurt and they cut his ass. Probably what's going to happen to you. Acting like somebody wants you now. I don't know who wants you. I don't know who's going to want someone who's going to perform mediocre. Someone who's going to cry like a little baby when things don't go your way. Can't even take your helmet off during a championship playoff game because your team's losing. Because you're a little bitch. You're a little baby. Maybe Al should pick you up. I saw on NFL.com teams that are interested in you, L.T. Minnesota? And the Raiders. I don't know if that's true or not. But if Al does pick you up and you do go over there, oh, it would be nice if they sit your ass on the bench, take pay a cut, and then just sit on the bench. Never play you. That would be a nice way to end your career. Serve you right for talking your shit. I'll do evening, but be a Raider. Oh, shit. You're lucky someone's going to pick you up now. Who's going to pick you up? Who needs you? Go play for... The Bills would be like T.O. Maybe Who else would you play for? Who else would actually say, uh, I'll take LT at this point in your career. how well, you open your mouth, shit might come into it. You won't be able to scrape it out. Playing for a sorry ass team. Maybe in your career like Emma Smith did. Great running back. Cowboys cut him. Ended up finishing up at Arizona which was really sad to see. And I remember when that happened, I was like, man, he was a great running back, great receiver, great player. The business said they didn't need him anymore. The loyal team that he was loyal to didn't need him anymore. We so played for Arizona, back when Arizona was shit. Maybe that's gonna happen to you. You should watch. Anyways, Raiders, go
1: Raiders. LT, yes, he's a crybaby. Yes, he's very emotional, but he's an explosive player now. He only got 3.4 yards per carry last year, which is pretty worst actually. But uh, you have to understand that San Diego's line's been beat up. He's going to the Jets, which is not a team to mess around with. They have a great offensive line to the tune of the best running team in all of NFL last year. So LT landed in the right spot if he wants to try to resurrect his career He's going to be able to run beside those behemoth tackles they have, and he's going to have a great season. So uh, as much as I like to see the guy hit the dirt, he's going to come out smelling like a rose in this deal. I think the Jets was a perfect place for LT to land, uh, especially because it's far from us, unless, of course, we have to play the Jets in the playoffs. Let's only hope we get there. That would be great. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Raida Victor. From Fresno, California, what's going on, brother?
9: What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy. This is Victor calling out of Fresno, California. I haven't called in a while. Been listening to the podcast and been itching for the football season to begin. Um, had a couple things I wanted to mention. Um, I don't know how many of you are aware of the RaiderNews.com dot com website. I go there daily to get my Raider News fix and. I don't work for the website or anything. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the website, but it's a good website because you're, you know, you raider news on a daily basis. They update it every day and they have links to the websites where they're getting their info. So, kind of cool to check out. And on there, I read a story about Gratkowski and about how he's already in the Bay Area training. And who's out there with them? EHP. They're out there passing, catching the balls together and, and you know, working out together. So, I know we give DHB all this shit about the hands stone and not being able to catch, but can't knock him on trying to be there and trying to improve his skills. I mean, I know what matters is what he does on the field and productivity on the field, but at least we can say he's giving it a shot, unlike fucking fat ass who, you know, is being addicted to being lazy. But at least DHB is out there with Gretkowski right now, you know, throwing the ball around running routes together and, and just working out together. So that's got to be a good sign. And at least some type of hope for us that he at least will hopefully get it together, if not this season, and hopefully at a later date before we really start, you know, calling him a piece of shit like to market. So want to throw that out there. Just give us, you know, some hope. So other than that, I mean, all I've heard is about T.O. coming over to Oakland, which I'm sure not too many of you are happy with. Um, I know we don't want to repeat another Randy Moss experiment here but it's up to Al and what Al says is you know pretty much goes and happens so we'll see what happens in the next coming weeks that's all i had to say and looking forward to the season starting and looking forward to the new uh you know podcast so right to Greg, good right to Randy
6: peace out
1: gradkowski even said in an interview uh, earlier this month that he could play football tomorrow. He's ready. He's been working out hard. He's at the facility. He's ready to play. He wants to lead this team to the playoffs. You know, I, I just, you could feel his energy. You could see his energy. And as far as DHB, <laughs> the hands of stone, which I coined him, of course, and other people as well. Yeah, the guy is working hard. I never said he didn't have a good work ethic. The guy always continued to work. Let's hope he can break that chest-catching thing that he has It's a tough thing for receivers to get out of, though, but I hope he can. I hope he can be a premier receiver in this league. All best wishes to him, but uh, you know, man, hands of stone when you're trying to catch the ball with your chest. That's what happens. It bounces off. Let's just hope he changes, but man, the fact that he's in camp with Greg Kowski is all good, and I never said he was a bad dude. I said he had a bad habit of trying to catch the ball with his chest. Let's let's hope he can change that, and I know the whole nation stands behind him because wide receivers, they take a lot longer than anybody else, and don't get me started on the quarterback because I will. Thanks for the call, brother. (laughs) We have Raider Jake way out there in frigid cold Iowa. What you got to say, brother? What's
10: up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. Uh, Off-season finally kicked off yesterday. We made our first major move. We traded our third-round pick to the Browns for linebacker Camlin, Cameron uh, Wembley. Personally, I like the move because it brings depth to a position where I think we need it. And um, me and uh, Juan Jorge were talking about this on the forum yesterday. Seems like the, uh, so we're getting a lot of three-four pieces in there, so that could be uh, something interesting to watch. Let me know what you guys think about that one. Also, uh, we can Greg Ellis. I know we talked about that in the last show. I don't agree with this one. Even though he had a little bit of a dodgy knee, I think he could have been more of a mentor because we needed veterans on the D, like mentoring guys like Trevor Scott, Matt Shaughnessy, people like that. So I questioned that one. I questioned Huggy Bear a little bit because he was one of my favorite Raiders. I don't know. That was probably all financial. Who knows what the Raiders was ever going on. As for the draft, I think we go O-line. My pick would be Anthony Davis from Rutgers. He's a massive guy, is really strong, be great in his zone blocking system which we run. The pick I think Davis makes is yeah, yeah, you guessed it, the combine workout warrior, Bruce Campbell out of Maryland. After seeing him work out, I mean, yeah, he didn't put up some good numbers. I'm not too convinced that he's the answer. He's kind of a smaller guy, and I don't know if he could be uh, stopping those big quick ends like we need him to. I don't know. Whoever knows what Davis is going to do, so I guess we're going to have to wait till, uh April rolls around to find out. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Love you guys. Keep it up. This is Raider Jake in Iowa. I'm out.
1: Yeah, well, I'm jonesing for some football as well. Uh, as far as going to the 3-4, I think they will have a hybrid. I don't know. If we'll, we'll still have the base four as our defense. I mean, if that changes, there's huge change going on in Oakland. That's Al's defense, and, well, that's what he likes to to run. Maybe they're going to go to a three. It, it'd be interesting to see. I I don't know. It's a tough change. It's a tough change to make, really. It takes about a year, two years to really make it solid. So we'd have a year of terrible defense, and we really can't do that now. As far as Ellis, man, it was time for him to go. We only had a year on the contract. He knew it. He was ready to leave. And we do have Seymour, which is a mentor, and he's a senior guy too. I think that that uh, I think that, that's what happened there, and I think Seymour will be a great mentor for the young guys. Fargus is all about the money. You know that. We couldn't keep three running backs. There's no way, uh, and that's the way that went. And Bruce Kratkowski is going to line him up this year. Uh, as far as the draft goes, I, I don't know. Man, I <laughs> I got to look. It's still too far away for me, uh, and it's really hard for me to judge who they're going to pick. I-, I was way off last year, and I don't know who was on last year, but I was way off last year. And uh, I might take a stab at it, but I'm not ready right now. So it could be anybody. Uh, your guess is good as mine. Thanks for the call, brother. And we have my good friend, the Surface Radar.
0: Hey, Radar Greg, Radar Nation, Surface Radar calling from the UK, and uh, just been keeping an eye on what's been going on there in free agency. Thinking about how it might affect the draft, and probably uh, a left field idea as well. Um, first off, free agency only really one thing's happened. Um, I think it's a good pick, and uh, I think he looks like a natural fit into uh, the Greg Ellis spot. So I think that's positive. I also think it takes the need to take a, a hybrid D-end in the draft, um, which frees up for other picks, and that uh, might hopefully steer us towards somebody on the offensive line or a defensive tackle, which I think is what we both like to see. Um, so all that, actually good. Seems to be going all right. Um, lots of mock drafts around, all different, hey, who knows? Um, Whoever it is, they'll be fast. Um, My left field idea, though, looking at um, Big Ben Roethlisberger's troubles over in uh, Pittsburgh there, he's got himself up on a surprise sex charge. I think he had a particularly poorly controlled huddle and only half the team were in on the plan. So it came as a bit of a surprise to the lady. There you go, looks like he's going to court. Um, Obviously calls the Steelers to review how they're going to control that quarterback position if they lose Big Ben, as they may. And uh, actually, I think he looks a bit expendable there. I think they've got options that could cover that, and that opens up our quarterback problem. Now, I'm a huge fan of Bruce Gronkowski. I thought what he did um, to the Steelers was phenomenal. It was a great display. Um, I love his leadership. Um, I've got a little bit of concern there about his fitness, though, I and mean, any guy who can be taken out with, for effectively the back end of the season on two knees has is, is got to be questionable for a team who I'd like to see play 19 games all the way to a Super Bowl. And uh, now might be the time to pony up and, and try and get Big Ben off the Steelers as a contingency. Um, particularly if he gets banged up for a while because, hey, you know, you'd have to pay him white in prison and he can get him straight back out there afterwards. Hey, who knows? It's just an idea. It's a pipe dream, it's a thought. Um, in the meantime, there's always the remote chance that Jim Marcus Russell might be run over. That'd be good. Um, shot in the liquor store, hold up, and that'd be good. Any of the above, really. Uh, until then, that's about all I thought this week. Um, I've been watching. And a few moments of quiet cheering, and uh, I'm actually feeling pretty positive about this season. I think uh I think the team that comes out of this might be all right anyway, I'll stop rambling on um you guys as always you're great, and uh, it's fantastic to be kept in touch in the off season and I'll uh, love you what the rest of the nation thinks. so hey, that's it, says Raider. I'm out go Raiders
1: well said, well said. The funniest thing ever on this show right now is. I don't know who Al Davis will pick. But you know they'll be fast. That's pretty damn true. <laughs> and as far as Sir Marcus can get run over, what can I say? I don't wish ill on anyone, but to toke on a chicken bone is not the worst way to go. <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Well, I did, but I didn't. I understand what you mean by getting run over. Uh I don't condone it, but I understand it. <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh. Well, perhaps something would happen and he'd get some brain injury and be able to read defenses and become a miracle man. Who knows? Great call, my friend. Very good call. And we hope that we make some more changes. And I'm looking forward to some changes here coming up before the end of free agency, brother. We have the Aztec Raider from Santa Rosa, California. What you got to say, brother?
11: Hey, Red Greg, Randy. How you guys doing, man? This is Aztec Raider calling you guys from uh, Santa Rosa, California. Again, haven't called you guys in a while. I uh, wanted to call in and weigh in about this. Jamarcus showed up to, to the workouts and shape or some shit like that. Uh, I know a lot of people are probably going to jump on this bandwagon, but I still got to see Kenny's kid's Break defenses, Can does he have pocket awareness or any of that other shit? Supposedly he worked on his mechanics too, but I got to see it to believe it. I guess we just got to wait till preseason. I guess only time will tell with that motherfucker. But I like the pick pickup. I like it that we only gave up our third-round pick. This kid was a freaking savage, as a rookie, had 11 sacks back then. Browns, I think, were running a 4-3. They switched to a 3-4, and then his production went down. So... Hopefully he goes back to the four three. I'm I'm assuming he's gonna be playing defensive end, and hopefully he'll be he'll have a season like he did that rookie year. And uh, the upcoming draft, I just wanted to say that um, man, I I just really hope, I just really hope we draft. What does my man C Money call him? One of them banana-eating motherfuckers up front. That's what we need. We need one of them big-ass motherfuckers up front. Left tackle would be nice. Anybody but Bruce Campbell, I really hope we don't draft Bruce Campbell. But you know how Davis likes those freaks. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping we don't we don't take that kid. Um, other than that, I think we need a big old nose tackle or something like that in the second round. I don't know. With, with freaking on Davis, you never know what the hell you're going to get, I guess. Life is like a box of chocolates. All right, man. Uh, thanks a lot, Raider Greg. Uh, hopefully I'll catch you guys later. This year I'm going to try to go to the uh, the home opener. So hope to catch you guys there. Uh, peace out, and uh, this is uh, Essex Raider from Santa Rosa.
1: Jamarcus could be thin. He is thin as Twiggy. Uh, but uh, as long as his brain has changed, I don't know, man. And, you know, the Raiders are trying to soften the ground uh, for Jamarcus. They're trying to soften the blow for that first game of incredible booze. If anybody was there at the Coliseum, you know how intense those boos were. Let me tell you, man, they were brutal. Brutal is an understatement. So they're going to try to soften the ground for Jamarcus, and hopefully he doesn't land too hard, but it's on him. If you don't change his action, I mean like right away, like uh, four touchdowns in the first game, uh, all passing, of course, all over the field. If that ain't happening, then he ain't happening. It's over. Uh, I'd love to see him out of this team before the beginning of the season. But uh, we'll see. There always is a chance of a miracle. You know those Jamarcus Russell lovers and everything. And as far as draft choice, I don't know. We need offensive, defensive line. I don't care really where. Tackles would be nice. That would probably be the best pick we'd picked in some time. We need to bolster up those lines. And I wouldn't be pissed if we picked up a QB in the later rounds. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for the call, brother. And we have Obi-Wan
2: Raider.
12: What's up, Raider Nation? This is Obi-Wan Raider calling in from Houston. First off, I want to give a St. Patty's Day uh, beer toss over to uh, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. How you doing, guys? Happy St. Paddy's Day. Drive safely. Uh, I wanted to get some some feedback on you, uh, Raider Greg and Randy, what you uh, think. I've been reading a couple of blogs saying that the Raiders might trade up for Ndamukong and Sue, and if you think uh, he's worth it. I think irregardless of whoever we draft, it has to be a defensive player. Spending the last couple of drafts on receiver, running back, and Jakarkis, uh, Jakarkus, uh attempt at a Pee Wee League quarterback. Um, I'd be happy with either Rolando McLean or Endomic and Sue. If Sue was able to fall to us or were able to trade up to him, I'd really like that. Um, and then um, looking for a replacement in the later rounds for Justin Fargas. I was really sad to see him go. He epitomized what a Raider is supposed to be. I know a couple of guys have knocked him for only getting two or three yards, but you know what? That guy gave his all 100% of the time whether it was two or three yards or monster games like he had against uh, Miami after um, punk-ass Lamont Jordan went down. At any rate, I just want to get some feedback on that from you guys, see what you think about that. And uh, what do you think about in the second round, maybe uh, drafting um, Sean Lee from um, Penn State as a Mike linebacker, or maybe Pat Angerer or Will Witherspoon from um, Iowa and um, Missouri, respectively. One love, Raider Nation. Happy St. Patty's Day. Obi-Wan Raider, out.
1: Well, a happy St. Patty's Day to yourself and all the Raider Nation for tuning in here to the Raider Nation podcast. You know, there's a little green here beside the silver and black. Uh, What more can I say? (laughs) Uh, Happy St. Paddy's Day to you too, brother. And as far as the draft goes, man, I, I know we need linebacker. If we can't get the meanest, baddest, addest, you know, linebacker like Ray Lewis, then we should just pass uh, because we need defensive tackle. We need somebody right up there in the front to grab one of these running backs by the throat and put him down right on the line. That's the kind of defensive tackle we need. And we need an offensive tackle, too, to keep the the pressure off of Gradkowski because he's kind of fragile, as the uh, Surface Raider was saying. So, uh, and you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, like I said, a quarterback in the later rounds. Who knows, uh, Roethlisberger? That idea that uh, that the service writer brought up about Roethlisberger going to prison. Yeah, you know, the guy couldn't keep his hands on himself. And gosh, man, think about it. You're a billionaire. You're a world renowned Super Bowl winner, and you can't get any tail without having to get all muscled on it. Come on, brother, pass it on and move. Uh, If you can't take that, move on. There's a million chicks in line for your goat-smelling ass. I don't get it. Character flaw indeed. Looks like he's going to be going to prison. Well, I'll take care of the talk on Steelers for a while because he is their team. You can count on that. You watch to see what happens when he gets behind bars. The Steelers are going down, brother. Um, But... Great call. Great call, as always, by all the callers today. Thank you very much for calling in the Raider Nation podcast. And happy day, Patch's Day to all. And I hope you get pinched in the right place, if you know what I'm saying for crying out loud. This is Raider Greg, and this is our show for the week. Hopefully Raiders will do some moves in the next couple weeks because I'm telling you, I'm getting tired of listening to all the action without the Oakland Raiders involved. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.